0: Hey Retrospectors, for our third birthday we've filmed an hour-long Q&A answering your questions.
1: We discuss our favourite facts, how we make the show and what we've learned along the way.
0: If you're already
2: supporting us on Patreon, thank you. You can watch it right now at patreon.com
0: slash retrospectors.
1: And if you're not a Patreon member, sign up. You don't have to pay a thing to become a free member and watch it now.
0: So check it out. It's free. Patreon.com slash retrospectors. It's July 12th, 1843. And another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by... Ariel, Rebecca and Ali.
2: The Retrospectors. So it was on this day in 1843 that Joseph Smith, founder of the Latter-day Saint movement, introduced two new practices into the Mormon Church, which he said had come to him as revelations. The first was that the dead can be baptised... Which seems a thoughtful thing to do if you're concerned that your ancestor might otherwise burn in hell The second practice was a tad more controversial And is only really helpful if you're already married to multiple women As Joseph Smith allegedly was And that is that God says polygamy, plural marriage, is permissible And in many cases is actively commanded Particularly, God now says, if you are Joseph Smith, founder of the Mormons So that's (laughs) jolly lucky
0: and he'd actually been told to do it a couple of times already and resisted. He said he had a revelation first in 1831 and then he had another three revelations between 1834 and 1842 and all of those times he had decided that maybe he might not do this but the last appearance of an angel uh, came to him brandishing a sword and threatening to kill him unless he, in quotes, went forward and obeyed the commandment fully. Yeah, the first two times he was like I'm going to have to discuss it with the
2: missus and the angel was like Which one?
1: Well, (laughs) it's funny that you should bring that up because he was only married... Officially, he was only ever married to one woman, his wife, Emma. And if you're wondering how she reacted to this revelation, the answer is not great. Mm. We actually have this in detail from William Clayton, who was Smith's scribe. He recorded in his diary... After it was wrote, Joseph and Hiram, who was Joseph's brother, presented it and read it to Emma, who said she did not believe a word of it and appeared very rebellious.
2: I mean, (laughs) there was some resistance from uh, some of the other patriarchs as well, including Brigham Young, future leader of the church. He said, quote, it was the first time in my life that I had desired the grave. And when I saw a funeral, I sought to envy the corpse its situation. So he wasn't such a fan of the idea of polygamy, although he did end up succumbing. The angel must have visited him another two times and threatened him as well because he
0: ended up (laughs) really getting stuck in with the wives. Right, he ended up with 56 wives and 57 children to those wives. Doth protest too much, I feel. Yeah, (laughs) but actually the form of marriage that Smith at least was advocating was a thing called sealing, which is the idea that you're not necessarily entering a sort of commitment in this life to the particular woman in question, but you're guaranteeing the opportunity for you to be sealed to them and indeed for them to be sealed to their own family in the next life.
1: It's basically keeping your options open. In heaven, which I think is an incredibly <laughs> far-sighted thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but as you mentioned, Darian, this wasn't the first time that Smith had been talking about plural marriage. It's one of the things he called it because polygamy was a very, very charged term at the time, and so there were lots of euphemisms brought in to disguise what was actually happening. So in 1831, Smith had had this revelation instructing Mormon men to intermarry with Native American women, so that the tribes would become, his words white and delightsome and so some of the early converts including this guy William Phelps who would late much later he wrote a letter about this encounter he sort of said to him you know informally on the side he was like how about those of us who were already married you know to, to non-native american women like can, how can we fulfill that commandment and he sort of said to him you know maybe you could have multiple wives <laughs> but it was too much of a hot bun issue to come out publicly what started to change that was in the mid 1830s they absorbed all these leftover members of this new england christian sect led by this guy Jacob Cochran had gone to prison for marrying multiple women, a practice he called spiritual wifery.
2: That's a great euphemism, isn't
1: it? Just so many euphemisms. And he, I mean, he was like a classic cult predator. He basically married all the women in the sect and the guys were like, hey. Um, And then he went to prison. But lots of these people who still believed in the concept of spiritual wifery came to Mormonism. So the balance of the group started to shift a little bit more in favour of it.
0: Rumours of polygamy being practised by the church spurred violence against the early Mormon settlers in Illinois and in Missouri. But Smith counselled those Early Mormon men to be, inverted commas, crafty. And contemporary scholars, again trying to interpret that in its most positive light, uh, said that he was saying be alert and wise and resourceful, not sort of underhanded and <laughs> two faced. I feel sorry for his followers at this point because
2: they'd been through a lot. Like, this is equivalent to sort of Jesus or the prophet Muhammad living for another 10 years and then coming out with something that's completely batshit. And everyone being like, don't know if okay. we really believe that.
0: <laughs> this is inconvenient.
2: Because until this point, everything had been quite convenient. So, for example, when he was visited by the angel who told him where the gold plates were with the Book of Mormon written on it so that he could transcribe that, the angel then asked for the plates back. So no one could say, where, <laughs> these plates that have been dug in the ground for whatever it was, 900 years, where are they? You know, he'd brought this whole community with him across America. In a way that made them feel like, oh, this was where the Garden of Eden was. And you speak to Mormons now and their life is still like about the warmth of the family unit. And then he says, Mm. oh, now, actually, um, it's kind of (laughs) weird. And by family, I kind (laughs) of mean lots of family for me. It's a bit of an Abrahamic (laughs) test. You know, when he said to kill his son, it's like that. I'm really uh, so sorry. This is awkward, but I'm going to have to marry another 50
0: people. Even so, though, it's estimated that at its peak, only about 20 to 30 percent of Mormon families practiced polygamy. But I was also reading a bit of explanation about why this practice made sense in this time. And it was because it was kind of this frontier land where... They were often bonded, as in the case of Smith and some of his wives, he took wives who were already married to other men, to multiple men. And there was this, a logic to it, which was that sometimes people died at this stage. And so having interconnections with different people would guarantee you a form of protection, especially if you were a woman and your husband had been going off to either preach or to work or to fight, because a lot of this takes place against the backdrop of the Civil War. And so kind of having the the extra extension of family would allow you an extra sort of fallback position if something happened to your partner.
2: The church actually officially ended the policy in 1890 after some of their temples were seized by the government in Washington because of polygamy. and, And that sort of triggered them to ditch the policy officially. But it's haunted them ever since because there are still sects of Mormonism where clearly polygamy is still being practiced.
0: Yeah. And there was this massive crackdown immediately after the Civil War because politicians and preachers and writers were decrying polygamy as an evil that was equivalent to slavery and the Supreme Court then had this case that came before them that ruled that polygamy was an odious practice and then Congress passed this act which authorised the seizure of church assets and simultaneously made polygamy a federal offence and then there was this 12 year period where more than 1,400 indictments were issued. So people were being rounded up because of this.
1: Yeah and you can see why. It was a really popular cross-party issue because on one hand you've got progressives and women's rights campaigners gaining strength and to them obviously polygamy just seems like a way to exploit lots of women at the service of a single man but also religious conservatives immediately polygamy you've got these sordid images of orgies and what could they be doing behind closed doors all those women with one man so it was something that everyone could really get behind as being opposed to Mm. as all this pressure was coming to a head in 1890 the church's president wilford woodruff conveniently had another revelation saying it's time to to stop polygamy. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I presume another revelation must have occurred in Salt Lake City at some point in the early 20th century, which was, let's not talk about this again for 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the internet came along and made it essentially irrefutable. And it got to the point that in 2012, the Church of Latter-day Saints themselves obviously decided to own this issue and publish everything, which shows not only that Joseph Smith had at least 40 wives... Uh, but that seven were under the age of 18, that at least three were sister pairs, and there was at least
0: one mother-daughter pair of wives. So it was kind of like, mm. let's have a bad news day. And they then made a big deal of the ceiling and just problematized that question of whether he was engaged in sexual acts with all of these wives. They've
1: done DNA testing on some of the descendants of children who were born to these women who'd been in these polygamous marriages with Joseph Smith, and so far none of them have shown that Joseph Smith had any offspring from these additional wives. Although Sarah Pratt, who left the church and became a vocal critic, she said that Smith had a secret doctor to perform secret abortions on any of his wives who weren't already married to other men who could then be the father.
2: But then those children would still have his DNA, the ones that were born under the cover of being the other husband's daughter.
1: Yeah, but I think they just can't. I mean, if you think about how many children that would be in total, I think they can only go after the ones who have reason to think that they are Joseph Smith's right. offspring. Because it's probably like 7,000 of their descendants But It's quite interesting because the,
2: <laughs> the, the Church of Latter-day Saints sort of owns a lot of the DNA and ancestry information, don't they? Because they fund one of the largest genealogical research societies.
1: FamilySearch.org on there all there the time. There you go. <laughs> Under the
2: guise. But back to that other uh, revelation from this day, isn't it? You, you should be able to baptise your dead relatives
0: into Mormonism. But actually, they're just trying to suppress the information that, like we're all related to Genghis Khan, we are all, <laughs> all the offspring <laughs> of Joseph Smith. Tomorrow. It was actually the largest mass arrest in the city's history. 3,700 people at least were arrested. Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash
2: Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network.